Welcome to Kinder Things. I'm your host, Mike Shaw, and on this podcast, we're embarking on a journey to get a glimpse into the wondrous world of kindness. I'm as excited as you are to meet new guests, hear their stories, and learn from their insights. Just trying to make this podcast a platform for the little things, because that's where we see the real magic of life at work. Thanks for listening. Picture a small pebble dropping into a pond. After it hits the surface, ripples spread out across the water. Today's guest, Sarah Collins, is dedicating her life to becoming a loving ripple. Using her empathic abilities, life energy, intuition, and magic to become a pebble of love to be dropped in the pond. She is truly a creative force, and I love when she posts her artwork on Instagram. Follow her at T-H-E-S-A-D-D-E-S-T-A-T-O-M-S, The Saddest Atoms. Hey, Sarah, good morning. Hello, friend. Hey, thanks for uh, waking up early out there, rolling out of bed and uh, and being on the podcast today. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I guess it technically isn't that early, but I'm not a morning person, yeah. so <laughs> early for me. Yeah. It's so funny, and we were just um, getting mic sounds and sung the song something, and I was just about to ask you who your favorite Beatle was, and it is... It's George. All right. That's yeah, so cool. Yeah, it's George. Yeah, my, that's my uh, my dad's favorite and probably my favorite. I kind of switch back and forth, but that's, he's great. Uh it's my dad's favorite also. Aww. It's my dad's favorite. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think my dad goes between Paul and George uh, when he uh, chose his middle name for the Catholic thing, I guess. Yeah. I, I'm, uh, he chose Paul. <laughs> gotcha. So. Yeah, George's uh, solo stuff, just like All Things Must Pass, is one of my favorites for sure. Yeah. Just wanted to say before we get started, like, Man, when you uh, the painting that you uh, released a couple weeks ago on Instagram, the how many tears does it take to get to self? Like, ah, I seriously love it so much. And uh, yeah, just wanted you to know, like, whenever you you post one, like, I just take time, and your strokes are like little sliding boards for my mind. They're just really playful. Like, I think uh, a lot of your character does come out through your uh, your painting. For sure. Oh, thank you. Yeah, um, I pretty much just use that as like a, um, it really just to express my feelings. Like every uh, stroke that I make, everything that I do with that is like all with the intent to put down my feelings on paper. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I kind of like like to try to get a little trancy with it and just uh, let let it go where it takes me you know yeah you can see it too and I try to kind of follow the little patterns and paths it's just so much fun yeah oh thank you I appreciate that (laughs) great titles too just very concise and uh like dreaming of water that was a nice one that inspired me to write like a little haiku and stuff so 
appreciate, you know, well, just u- u- utilizing your uh, creative energy. You know. Thank you. I, I have to. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You got a lot to share in that little frame for sure. Oh, thank you. I, I appreciate that. Cool. So what did you have in mind to uh, talk about today? Um, I think I wanted to talk about loving space. Oh, okay. The first people who gave me loving space. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, which were my neighbors growing up. Ed and Carol, they were kind of like my honorary grandparents. Was that uh, in um, California? Yeah, it was in San Jose, California, okay. where I grew up before cool. it was Silicon Valley. Yeah. <laughs> um, Carol was my caretaker, I guess, when I was a baby. She was, she had like, she was kind of uh, not well. She had diabetes really bad, and she she ended up telling my mom that she couldn't care for me anymore. Mm-hmm. But then I just never stopped going to her, their house. <laughs> <laughs> I like I loved them so much, but um, I remember my mom telling me like, "Oh, Carol, uh, you know she's she's feeling like you're a little too much." And I remember being really little. And making the conscious decision to be calm around them. Oh wow! How like how yeah. old? Like six? Yeah. Oh, exactly. No I, way. I think, yeah. No, exactly. Probably around six. Wow, um, that's an interesting like shift in consciousness to have at six years old. Like, oh, I have to like calm my energy down around. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, my my childhood was pretty chaotic and Mm -hmm. um, they were like such a great sense of calm for me that it was I remember uh, it being really important that I still be able to go there. Yeah. Um, And so it was like a really good lesson in like, yeah, calm and like still I think it's my first feeling of being centered. Wow. At age six. That's yeah, so cool yeah. That you can like trace it back to that. Very yeah, cool. but that I used to go there every day for like first or second dinner, depending upon the time. Wow. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but they always they always fed me. I think what was most important about my relationship with both of them is um, they had this like wonderful porch around their house and um, their house was like right on the corner, so you could pretty much see the whole neighborhood and. They used to sit out there every evening, mm-hmm. um, and they also had five chihuahuas, so that was what? a big thing for me. Because yeah, I was like very, um, very into animals. I've always been really into animals, and yeah. um, I would just go there and like basically be in a puppy huddle. Like I was like pretty nice. much one of the little chihuahuas. Dude, but <laughs> <laughs> just picturing like six-year-old you ringing the doorbell. It's like, I'm here. They're like, oh, I thought we canceled that, but no, yeah, no, no, come on in. And then like yeah. the dog's huddling around you. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. um, I used to sit on the porch with them while they would like have these, between the two of them, they were married forever. Their relationship is really cool. Like Edward was from uh, Mexico City and Carol was a white lady from Los Gatos, California. So mm-hmm. they were like, you know, an interracial couple when like that was very difficult and like they chose love and uh, yeah. they and which was like a huge inspiration for me. Um, and they loved each other. They cool. truly loved each other. And um, watching them like have conversations with each other was just very inspiring because they could talk about they were so authentic with each other. Huh. 
Like they were so themselves and they had different opinions and they were able to have these conversations lovingly. Wow. Um, Yeah. And as I got older, when I become a teen and my teen years were like, I was a very angry teen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like a goth kind of. No, you know, my I there was a lot going on at home Mm -hmm. there. I was I had a lot. I was like pretty bullied as well. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. um, So, you know, I started to be able to join into their conversations and they they were so accepting of me. They let me be exactly where I was at that time and like held that space for me so lovingly. Wow. That's awesome. Um, Yeah. They would offer advice, but it was never you need to do this like every other adult yeah, you, in my life. You, you weren't know? <laughs> being reprimanded and just dictated yeah. to. Yeah. yeah. They let me know they loved me regularly. Oh, that's really yeah. sweet. Just that action alone, like holding loving space, taking me for where I was and holding me in that space in love really um, was a huge influence on like how I wanted to lead my life. Wow. And like how... I want to hold loving space for people, which um, I'm human, so I'm, you know, I'm not always the best at that. But like, I really, truly try to take people for who they are right at the right at that moment and just appreciate that. (laughs) That's awesome. And it was like imprinted by your time spent there and even the relationship, I'm sure, has helped you with your relationships that you formed throughout the years. I'm pretty sensitive, so uh, <laughs> I think like sometimes the closer you get to me, it can be uh, a little harder. Plus, I have like depression and stuff, so that can make things a little rough. But I try; I, I do my best to hold that space yeah, that's, as best I can. <laughs> and it's funny this morning, like I was having so much anxiety and just nervousness again uh, about the session. This is only the second time I've done it, so almost canceled again today and then I just had to sit around like 9:30 on a bench and then the sun came out was just like shining down on me I was just like today whatever we're going to do if we're going to record the podcast if we cancel just let whatever we're doing just be rooted in love and I just meditated on that for about 5 minutes and then closed my eyes I was like all right not going to cancel <laughs> I love that. I love yeah. that it rooted in love. Like, yeah. um, I'm always, I'm about, uh, being a love ripple, you know? Yeah. Yep. And then I like, I couldn't wait to just hear from you and like, see what you were going to wanted to talk about. Just, yeah, I couldn't wait to hear your voice. And then some of the other guests who I ha- just haven't heard from or don't get to speak to often. And yeah, I became less like anxious and more excited. Yeah, I love that. I hope for literally everybody, excuse me, uh, that they can find a space where they could do everything in love, you know, for themselves and for others. I know that that's hard because we get, you know, a little wrapped up in storylines and our egos, Mm -hmm. our funny little things (laughs) that get in the way sometimes. I think one of my biggest goals in life is to like live a life that can be inspirational in the sense of like, oh, that person is 
yeah, um, you know, not judging me and loving me right right now and hope that passes on. Like, and you, you have a great partner in crime for that as well. I, mm-hmm. I really do. Yeah, he's yeah. like one of the kindest, sweetest people I've ever met, which is really, really amazing. I'm really fortunate. Yeah, and just, just always remember about going as a six-year-old to this space that was just like this calm reservoir of loving kindness. And now, you know, 40 years in the future when we're all elders, just let's all try to kind of support each other throughout. And I think we have a lot of people who reinforce a sense of wonder in this like tiny human life. Definitely. Like I love spending time with you. It's like one of my favorite things to be honest. I I remember (laughs) in Phoenix, like I flew out there and we were talking you and I outside of the show and like a shooting star flew by. I was like, what? It was just so ridiculous. Yeah. You, You definitely have so much magic uh, going through through your bones for sure, oh, you know, just like thanks. very very magical being, I must say. Uh, I feel the same way about you. I <laughs> you know like we're like little energy movers. I yeah. you know I think when it comes to us, like like sees like a little bit. Uh huh. And I think we're both pretty good at not abusing our uh, our powers for sure. Oh, <laughs> totally. Like I am definitely. Uh, try to use mine for for good you know like yeah I definitely what's the spider-man thing with with great power comes great responsibility Mm -hmm. like (laughs) I I try to remember that as as much as I possibly can and and truthfully that should be with everybody like I think us humans forget how much power we have and how how we can really our energy can yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, and if you're like struggling at a time and you're not sure if you're using it right, you can always just be like, well, what would George Harrison do with his power right now? <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. seems like a trustworthy guide for sure. True. true. <laughs> Although also human. I try mm-hmm, to like, mm-hmm. I whenever I like idolize, start to idolize anybody, yeah. I also, I, this is so silly, but I always try to remember them pooping. Because That's great. um (laughs) like we need to keep our human in that's so uh, good in this Uh, space i'm gonna borrow that yeah go go for it i think every anybody who's listening yeah if you idolize someone too much and you put them on a pedestal put them yeah Yeah. imagine them pooping like um Because I think we are all human and we do all mess up. And I think that if we are are pedestaling anybody and imagining them living this perfect life, we're doing ourselves a huge disservice because that's giving us like falseness to look up to because there's no such thing as a perfect human. We need to humanize everybody. Yeah. Cool. Have you ever heard of the artist uh, Joanna Newsom? I have. Yeah. Okay. Because like... I saw her a couple weeks ago. It was her first show in four years. And man, seriously, like I have not been blown away by her performance um, in quite some time. Like she had her big harp set up and a huge piano. She started the first song like just playing piano, wailing almost operatically. And then mid song, she like kept playing with her left hand then switched over to the harp and then right into belting operatically playing this beautiful harp. and. Uh, definitely thought of thought of you and uh, was like, cool, whenever I have Sarah on the podcast, I'm going to 
pass you a Joanna Newsom song. So I picked. Uh, um, I picked. If you say my song, I'm gonna shit myself. <laughs> I had like three to choose from, so I went with um, Baby Birch. Oh, nice! Okay. I like that song. Uh, my favorite one is Goose Egg. Okay. I think it's All right. Yeah. But so if you get a chance, listen to that today. All it's right. It's like. I love it. It's a story. Cool. We'll trade. Uh, we traded uh, Joanna Newsome songs. Yeah. And listeners, if you have not heard Joanna Newsome, please check out either Goose Egg or Baby Birch or Emily. She is just a wonderful artist. And um, also, do need you to pick a number between eleven and three hundred and twenty before we part ways. It will always be eighteen. Eighteen. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Let me just flip. I have this uh, pocket book of kindness and I'm going to flip to page 18. It's a quote by Harriet Beecher Stowe. It's any mind that is capable of real sorrow is capable of real good. Cool. Wow. A little ominous, but. (laughs) It it makes sense for me, I feel. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you so much um, for hanging out today. And are you going to work today? Uh, I am, yeah. Sweet. Well, best of luck. Yeah, and uh, have a great, great rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, you too. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you once again for listening to this episode of Kinder Things. Hope you've enjoyed the time spent. If you ever feel so inclined to share a story or would like to be a guest on the show, please reach out to kinderthingspodcast at gmail.com or message me on Instagram at kinderthingspodcast. Have a great night.